Carpool Show. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. All right. Well, uh, we've been gone for a little bit uh, off our podcast, but it's been really busy with life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but luckily we got back on here and, and well on our way for spring practice and and uh, another another week closer to football season. Me and Mike's already renewed our tickets, about to have yep. our second payment on there. Of course, whatever we have left over from last year. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, you just feel you yeah, feel baseball I'm, season. I'm excited. You got baseball season going on. You got the Reds winning. You got the Preds winning now. You got this. Mike went to his first hockey game since then, which yeah. was a blast. First NHL game. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's a good time. So it's, it's kind of like a football game. So, but uh, yeah. So since since we've been on here, we obviously had all our pro days, and I guess that's the one I want to kick this, yeah. the day off with uh, was with uh, talking about Jamin Davis. Yeah, what, a, uh, what a freak athlete! I mean, he is, he's really moved himself up into a first-round territory. I mean, really. Yeah. He did. Uh, Kelvin Joseph had a big pro day. Yeah, he did. That's who I was going to go to with first. But but first, with with, uh, with Jamin Davis, uh, basically, I mean, a 4-3-40, uh, 42-inch vertical, you know, 11-inch broad jump. I mean, he weighed in at 60, uh, 260 – or uh, 234, 6-3. I mean, the guy has <clears> – <throat> Has had basically took a chance on himself to go to the NFL. You know, he probably before his pro day was probably a, a mid, you know, fourth rounder, maybe third rounder, and he has definitely moved yeah, himself he, all the way up to first, second round territory, yeah. which is big. Time. I saw one of the things he's a top fifteen pick. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, there's there's uh, some football. There's positions that are very very important, and the position he plays is very very important, especially on the end of you have to be athletic now to play his position in the NFL oh, yeah. because. You, you got to guard able, guys. Yeah, you back have to be field. able to guard the receivers now. And you got to guard tight ends, big tight ends. The NFL has yeah. gone to big tight ends now, and, and you got to be able to hang with those guys as well. So you got to be big enough to be able to kind of hold those guys and uh, be able to shed those top blocks and, and run down guys. I mean, that's essentially what needs to happen now in the NFL. Yeah. So, uh, and Jamin Davis has worked his way into it. I mean, he I went mean, from, what an incredible season. He went from last year being before we found out about Oates. He wasn't even projected to be the starter last year until Oates went down. No, and now he's, no, he wasn't. He wouldn't have been either. About possibly a, a top fifteen pick. He would. He would not have. He would not have been. Well, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say he would not have been because I. He would have got. You never know when the season sure. goes. Yeah, he would have got plenty of playing time. I mean, like guys get plenty of playing time. I think we rotate guys out, but but Chris Oates was there. He'd be back for another season. Yeah, he would. Um, he would have been Oates' backup. Yeah, I mean, he. I just think he would have. I mean, we started to tell because. Maybe would have beat Oates out. I doubt it. Yeah. Oates was coming in as probably our best linebacker. Yeah, and um, and you know that's that's uh, you know Oates went down and and next man up and, and he had over 100 tackles in only 10 games last year against damn good all SEC season too. Yes, and that that don't don't mistake in that because if he would have played, you know, two more games, if say he had four games against non conference opponents, you're looking probably 130 tackles oh yeah i mean that's you're getting up there with with some of the great linebackers that kentucky's had obviously with leslie wood you're doing it and then uh trevathan doing yeah, it i think trevathan had 120 tackles one year uh avery williamson had a big had a couple a- avery williamson had, had a, 110 tackles i mean you're talking about guys um that in the modern times of uk the last 20 years if you want to say uh one of the better linebacker numbers and only 10 games right. so uh, incredible stats there, and you know, like I said, he he uh, he earned it. He's betted on himself this year, and he worked hard at it. And, and uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Then we'll, we'll go on to Calvin jo- Joseph. Uh, another one had a huge pro day. They say uh, non-official. He ran a, a four, two uh, again, uh, another thing you need in the NFL guys at speed. Uh, he, he's a big wide receiver. Or he's a big corner. Excuse me, a big corner. Um, he, he comes in. He was, he's probably the toughest corner when he was playing last yeah. year. He would have finished up the season. He would have led all the SEC and probably interceptions. And, and you know, there's a couple of games that he got beat up. But, uh, you know, Michael Pitts is the one that comes to my mind against Florida. Yeah. Um, but besides that, he was pretty locked down. I know the first game of the season. But he had, you know, he kind of chalked that up to the first game of the season. Yeah, some narrative uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, and he got beat up a little bit by Auburn. But, Against Florida, but you also gotta think Michael, Michael Pitts was the best tight end probably in football last year. So, right, uh, and he's gonna be a top 10 pick. So, uh, you know, it's not like he's getting beat up by me or something like that. I mean, he, he's getting beat up by guys that are also gonna be playing against him in the NFL. So, um, yeah, so I mean, congratulations for him. Uh, you know, obviously, all of our all of our offensive linemen, Drake Jackson, all of them are all gonna be. Uh, yeah, all had great pro days. Uh, I saw. Was uh, it Landon Young who did the thirty? Who did a two twenty-five thirty-four times? Yes, that's yes, it was. Yeah. Somebody with that big of a wingspan, long arms—that's tough. And I was watching it, and it was it was it was awesome to watch. Uh, I don't, I haven't heard anything where if Landon Young will be moved down to guard or anything. Like typically, what they do to guys that uh, come out sometimes they try my guard because they're big guards. But he he seems to be big enough to play t- uh, tackle. Yeah. I don't know if he play left tackle. That's the obviously the. Uh, Holy Grail for all of its alignment as far as the NFL goes. The well, just blocking blind yeah. side for the quarterback is the most important position on the offensive line nowadays. Um, because teams obviously throw the ball a lot. Um, but uh, outside of that, uh, yeah, I mean, hell of a pro game. Obviously, Drake Jackson, another one. I don't know if he'll play center or guard in the NFL. Yeah, uh, I can, probably play both. I can see him getting moved, some, uh, moved to guard, honestly. Right. They probably play both. A lot of guys he's, go in. He's like, so damn smart, though. Is the other thing about Drake Jackson. Yeah, I mean, guys go into the league all the time, and they and they they uh, they play all. They got to play yeah. across the. You know, guys, offensive linemen get hurt all through games. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember Dolphins games. Guys Especially get hurt now. It's a seventeen game season. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, but uh, again, it's just this has become uh, an incredible uh, moment for Kentucky yeah. this this year in the NFL draft because you got guys. We're gonna have probably. I don't know eight plus draftees. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Eccles had a good. Yeah, Eccles, Eccles had, had a big, big day. Had a good, good pro day too. He'll he'll be drafted. I mean, I mean, you just go on and on with the guys that are going to get drafted, and, and you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe AJ Rose might work himself in there. I, I don't know. It's just uh, at the end of the day. Of course, I think I think Bohanna's going to get drafted. Yeah, Bohanna, he's going to get drafted. I, would like to see I think give uh, Boogie a chance. Uh, Boogie probably will he'll find a spot because Boogie can rush the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, it's a big deal nowadays. Uh, I mean, you can just go on and on about guys that are going to get drafted. They'll have a lot of guys drafted in the fifth, the seventh round range, if you want to call it the lower range. But we've watched guys all the time. I mean, the greatest football player probably, and I hate to say this, and Chris would love to hear this, but the greatest football player all the time was in the seventh round. Wasn't, yeah. he? Uh, wasn't Tom Brady? Yeah. Or sixth round or seventh round, whatever the hell of round he was. But uh, at the end of the day, he was – you know, one of those guys that, that, you know, they just took a chance on. And and, and I think Quinn Bohanna is going to be someone that's going to surprise a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. Bohanna's uh, a great player. Uh, he's a good player, good football player. I mean, you know, if he stays on the field, he's a great football player. Um, but, uh, again, I think it's incredible what this staff's done. Uh, they've really raised the uh, talent level, talent pool. They've really raised the depth of this team. They've also um, – they're taking four, four, three, four-star guys and turning them into uh, draftees. I mean, that's the development of this of our staff is unmatched in the SEC. Right, just my opinion on it. 
uh, just because it's a lot easier. And I'm not saying it's easy that what Alabama does or anything like that. Obviously, we, we see it with Kentucky basketball. You can't just have a bunch of five stars come in there and win. You got to develop them some sort of way. Uh, but but it's it's still it's a lot easier to develop a bunch of uh, top ten recruits than it is the guys that are Kentucky's range more of the yeah. top forty type of range. Uh, and, and we're turning our especially offensive line wise and and uh, defensive line wise. And even yeah, I was gonna say, we're, we're have, slowly becoming an outside linebacker. You, yeah. I mean, I mean and then and like I said, I mean, Michael, Mike Edwards had a big year this yeah. year. Uh, I mean, we have Lonnie Johnson, another starter in the NFL. Uh, we're going to put a couple more uh, uh, defensive backs that are games this year. Defensive back yeah. for the year. So uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Mel Kiper actually said that Jamie Davis is going to be a rookie of the year running. Who, Jamie Davis? Defensive rookie of the year running is what he was predicting. Really? Yeah, Mel Kiper said that. That's that's uh that's pretty. <clears throat> That'd that's be pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, they're just going to have a lot of a lot of guys that are just going to be playing in the league. Yeah. Lot of, I mean, this this is what you this is what you want when your teams have success, and and obviously that helps you with recruiting too. Oh, absolutely. So and that brings us on to our next point. Uh, you know, getting through, I know I know this is kind of a thing, but it's the struggles we've had with kickers since uh, <laughs> since uh, McGinnis uh, left. Uh, also, McGinnis left. Yeah, the race all the time. We just signed the number one overall kicker, yeah. and I know he's from the state of Kentucky and stuff. It makes things a lot easier. Uh, but uh, yeah, day it's a number one recruit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean kicker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's going to help us out big time. He'll probably come in and immediately play. I would guess. If not, he's going to push Chance Ford to be a better kicker. I mean, for for sure. For sure. I mean, it's just – it's it's uh, the talent level in Kentucky is just going way up. Yeah. You know, recruiting class this year is going to be insane. I know uh, you got what Chris – Chris Chris does what he wanted us to put on uh, today. So, uh, go ahead and tell us what Chris, Chris – What's uh, that? Go ahead and tell us what Chris's insider information is going to be. Uh, let's see. It looks like Gavin Winsett will be going elsewhere. Um, Which is no big yeah. loss. I mean, that, that's – that's not a huge loss. Uh, I know he's a, he's a local kid and stuff, but it's not a huge loss for us. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else does he have here. Uh, the Wade Twins from Tennessee are they're four-star athletes. They're uh, likely going to commit to UK soon, so that's huge. That's, again, just building more talent. Yeah. Then, so what's it? Kayada, good Yeah, one. good. I'm glad you uh, – He's the offensive lineman here from Louisville. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he's, he's incredible. Yeah, he's a four, he's going to be probably a five-star. <clears> oh, yeah. He, who was originally 100% Ohio State, Kentucky, has went in there and really worked on him. I mean, dude, if you're offensive line, why would you not want to come to Kentucky? Well, you know, I I, I, I agree with you on that. Now, like, obviously, being, being a Kentucky fan, but also, I can never hate on guys that go to Alabama's, yeah. Ohio State's, guys that traditionally put a ton of guys in the league. Because I know Liam Cohen wants to throw uh, the ball more, but at the end of the day, Stoops wants to run the ball. I mean – at the end of the day, these offensive linemen are going to be playing yeah. in a pro-style offense. That that uh, that is a very popular offense in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to be NFL and ready. They're producing, we're producing offensive linemen in the NFL already. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I just uh, I, I agree with you as far as offensive linemen go. Um, that, that that's the one position group. That defensive backs, I feel like we're so yeah. deep. Running backs too. I mean, we're so deep in those positions. Um, <laughs> If we were deep as we are in those at that position as everywhere else, man, we'd be a top five right. team. I mean, that's just being honest. I mean, the offensive line group we're putting in, we're going to put in what uh, two, three more draftees this year for the yeah, offensive line, more than likely. 
and, and then and then definitely several more several more are going to be here uh, next yeah. year. I mean, I mean, we have an All American coming back. So, uh, again, uh, and then Jaeger Bart- Burton is also going to be another. He's going to be a future All American, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, then we got Darren Kennard coming back, who is All American. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. So again, I just I think I think the talent has definitely ra- risen. Right. Over the years, and this is just more and more proof of, of it. So, uh, but moving on with the obviously with the departure of the departure of, of Jamin Davis, uh, we've left a hole right there in yeah. the linebacker core. Well, I mean, Jared Casey and, is having a great spring practice, and I remember them saying last year he was one of the best open field tacklers on the team. Yeah, so, yeah, he's having a good one, but that leader stepped up is going to be. Yeah. Is obviously going to be uh, a, a, a square. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's uh, obviously become the vocal leader out there. They said in spring ball, he is he is pretty much is yeah. the leader now of the. I defense. think the only position will be kind of uh, not weak, but uh, was what I was trying to say here: low depth, not have a whole lot of backups for the time being. It's outside linebacker. Because I think, yeah, I think they're like, that, that crew's a little banged up. Uh, was JJ Weaver towards ACL last year? Yeah, but you got you got some monitors coming in. You got the Wallace kid coming in, freshman. He hits real hard. He's yeah. supposed to be a solid yeah, player. I mean, Jordan Wright uh, is a ball hawk, by the way. That dude, that dude scores a lot of touchdowns for being a backup outside linebacker. Yeah, it's true. And he's 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 probably going to get a lot of minutes yeah. this year. You obviously got the guy from uh, Michigan State. Uh, I forget his name uh, now. Uh, the transfer from Michigan State. He's obviously going to be another big time guy. They want coming in here yeah. and wanting to play immediately. Uh, obviously, the guy we got from Vandy, he's going to come in and play immediately. Um, I mean, just the transfers coming in with the with that rule being lifted, that's a oh, big yeah, time a thing. Rule. So, again, I, I just think the defensive side of the ball, we're pretty set. Really, it all comes down to the <clears> offense <throat> this year. Yeah. Be, uh, be curious to see who the quarterback is. I mean, I still think it's going to be Will Evans. Yeah. Living. Living. I, I think so, too. But, you know, you can't rule out Bo Allen, man. I'm a big Bo Allen supporter. I am too. I think he's. I think when he was in there, he looks like he has yeah. a good ball, and he looks, he looks pretty comfortable in the pocket. Uh, but again, it's just all about that new offense, and this and this offense, what I'm aware of, it's all about the quarterback play. Yeah. And so we've lacked the last couple of years, and you just can't uh, you can't expect to win a bunch of SEC football games with just right. running the ball. So I think we have a defense to compete with uh, the top teams in the nation, but we don't have an offense that can compete with. Probably, you know, about mid-level ACC offense just because of the quarterback play. Right. And I think our running back, I think our running play is obviously top tier. Our, our offensive lineman's top tier, but they're going to have to be a little bit different. Chris has said this from the beginning. They're going to have to learn how to pass block something they haven't yeah, been asked to do. catch the ball in the backfield even. Yeah, that going to the center, right? He wants yeah. to go under center. So, I mean, those are things that they haven't been asked to do the last couple of years. Uh, a little bit more, but – uh, they seem excited about the offense, so yeah, I'm very excited uh, about it. Yeah, no, for sure. I uh, I'm excited for the season, man. I just think it's a again, it's going to be a really talented team, especially with the offensive lineman coming back. That's what I was worried about at the end of the season. Like, man, we're losing a lot of offensive linemen. Really wasn't worried about Terry leaving, man. Let that distraction needed to go right. anyways. Uh, I didn't think he was the best quarterback in the roster last year, but. Uh, you know, maybe he'll go to New Mexico. Yeah, I think that's where he transferred to. And maybe, yeah, maybe goes there and shows shows me Cruz does all wrong or whatever. But if he yeah. does, good for him. He just wasn't going to work here. So, I uh, 
I think we're going to be. I think. I think the teams, like I said, I think anything below five losses this year. Let down. Uh, I honestly think seven yeah. five is a letdown. There's no reason this team shouldn't I, be I eight think nine wins. Like the ceiling should be yeah. about eight four. Or ceiling, I mean the uh, floor, yeah. the floor should be eight and four. <clears throat> so uh, that's just my opinion on it. And, and then, and some people may don't think that way. I don't know, but I know people every year talk about how we're going to be better and better and stuff like that. I, I get yeah. it. Uh, and our, our at the end of the year, we're not very good. And next year, everyone feels like they're going to be good. Like, like you'll hear the little fans this year talking about how they're going to be so, so good this year. But they're just... well, shit. I'm sure yeah. Tennessee fans are predicting a national championship. Oh, they're they're a dumpster yeah. fire right there. Uh, so... I want to apologize for all my coughing. I've been hit with the Ohio Valley allergy season. So, or in other words, COVID. <laughs> no, no, no. Ohio Valley <laughs> allergies are way worse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're both fully vaccinated, so we're good to go there. <laughs> uh, I guess the last thing I was gonna uh, ended up with was was I'm really excited about uh, McCall and and he, yeah. really, he's been a superstar at the end of he, uh, during practice, well, which uh, to me like he's in really good shape. Um, to me, it just hasn't. Uh, it's not really surprised me, but Chris also tells that uh, Jeremy Flack, Keaton Upshaw, we all these guys yeah. we know. Are going to be uh, surprises, surprise stars of the camp. We already know all that. I mean, Keaton Upshaw is going to be our best offensive right. weapon, as far as receivers go. Uh, outside of, I mean, I guess you could say Robinson. We haven't seen him on the field yet, but I know Keaton Upshaw is going to be a big part right. of this offense. So, and of course, Brendan, Brendan Bates, and all these other guys. I mean, these are all guys that are coming up, and and hopefully, they show up for us because you know we're going to need it offensively. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, but hopefully this year we'll have a normal schedule, and they're expecting and on our thing. We expecting, we're expecting a, a full capacity. They told me on my when we renew our season tickets, they they expect full capacity. So, um, you know, the the quicker this virus goes away, the quicker we're yeah. gonna be able to get back to uh, normal living. So, and hopefully, you know, that's one of the reasons why I got my vaccine was because I right. wanted to go to games and I didn't want to be questioned about. Uh, if you don't have one, maybe it's uncomfortable. Go here or whatever. I don't think they should do that. But if they did do that, I would have had right. my vaccination. So, uh, but but yeah, I'm excited for the season, man. And uh, I know you are. And I, and and we're what we're really four four months away from our prediction show, which is always yeah. my favorite time because uh, that's about a week we're, or so away from what four or five. We're about four five months like away. A four win season or two win season every year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're like right. Ole Miss and stuff. Yeah. So last year he happened. He happened to uh, be right on it. Lucky guesses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but I guess we'll also put on the show that we're going to move forward just with the Kentucky football show. We're not going to. We're going to revisit the basketball. Down the road. We're more. We've on. always been more uh, down the road. Well, it's, it's not that we we always loved our basketball growing up and stuff, but we we this this podcast was was made for the season yeah. ticket holders, the guys that that's out there every day, and that's we we're, we enjoy talking about that. Of course, we're right. right Nick, you cut out for a second though, dude. I got you, dude. Uh, I say I get the. I'm sorry. We get the feel for the season ticket holders and stuff. That's the whole reason we did this podcast. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, for <laughs> that's sure. what we're gonna do from, from straight on. So, all right, all right. Well, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Go Cats.